Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jack. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. And we're in three different rooms yeah. in three different states it's in three different countries. Is it a first? <laughs> Have we really never done this before? No. Uh, this is our first. This is the first time we've ever all been. Well, gosh, I hope it solo. works. I hope anyone hears this. Riff, you've poked out your eyes, burned down your home, <laughs> killed your wife, and moved to Portland. <laughs> That's right. Some of those things. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty good. The weather is really nice, and it's nice and cool. And it rained yesterday, and there's a giant grocery store, home furnishings and stuff store, like a block away from me. Yeah, Fred Meyer has everything. Also, secret reveal: Riff lives one block from Fred Meyer. Oh no! I think there's more than one. So, yeah. Well, so they now they know they have a bunch of circles. <laughs> to check um yeah so you're in a you're in a dingy basement apartment yeah it's actually a pretty nice basement apartment it's oh, a uh, fancy ba- yeah a fancy it's basement got nice apartment. nice carpet and uh the the sink is nice and uh Are the drapes nice do they match <laughs> the 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 drapes <laughs> do in fact match the carpet well, thank you for uh, leaving me like 500 pounds of expired frozen food. You're welcome. Hold I, I thought I thought you might, you know, you might want to hold a party. It's not all expired. There's some, there's pizzas are pretty recent. <laughs> a hobo and raccoon party. Yeah. Could you not make some sort of ice rink out of them? Oh, huh. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it'd be, it would be more like an, like a, like a frozen vegetables ball pit. Yeah. I was going to say it'd be real lumpy. <laughs> They would not stay frozen for very long. I think you could the body maybe make some kind of igloo. Would, it would just become child stew. <laughs> <laughs> you just just make make a fun. Uh, oh wait, you live in the desert. <laughs> I guess an yeah, igloo was, would not be practical. <laughs> I put them in the garbage uh, on a day when it was it was one of the first days that it was above ninety. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Wow. I'm waiting to clean out the fridge until uh, the day before they take out the trash again. Mm. Yeah, I, sorry, yeah. but I couldn't eat that much. <laughs> no, and, and most of it was from 2005. <laughs> I think we really need not. to uh, we need there to auction off the drawer of rare sauces. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we do. Yeah, the sauces and uh, there's there's two bottles of customer service water. <laughs> the um, there are uh, the, the uh, you left one of your bottles of salad dressing, Riff. Oh yes, you sent me that that ransom note. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to get Twitter to let me use one font per letter. <laughs> but then it was like, I think you mean one typeface per letter. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Forget it. <laughs> Can you change typefaces in Twitter? I see people doing crazy shit with typefaces on Twitter, and I don't know how. I think maybe Twitter just supports Unicode. And yeah, then there are I all think of that's these. What they're doing. There are all of these Unicode things that are just various flavors of the Roman alphabet. Like cherry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wild cherry, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like, it's all like, like it's hand painted with a paintbrush. It's like the font they use for wild cherry Pepsi. Mm. Okay. And then there's just regular Pepsi, which is just the font they used for the word Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> but it only has four letters. Uh, Yeah, is that true? P-E-S-I? Yep. Yeah. So what can you what can you say? You can say pipes. Sip. Uh, you can say Pepsi. Sip Pepsi pipes. Spies. <laughs> oh, spies. Mmm, pies. Pies. Mm. Yeah. Mmm, piss. 
sip Pepsi piss. Espi- espies. Pepsi piss pipes. <laughs> um, hmm. uh, anyway. Uh, sepsis. So, yeah, sepsis. Ooh, there you go. Good. Ooh, I've got a bad case of Pepsi piss pipe sepsis. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, I think we're on to something here. <clears throat> yeah. As soon as we figure out. So Unicode is like pie, right? Everything is in it. Sure. Like it just, it's irrational. Unicode is irrational. So eventually <laughs> there's one Unicode character that's just every Metallica song in order. We just have to find it. So as soon as we track down the Pepsi font section of Unicode, we can make all these cool pipe jokes. <laughs> we released a charter. We did. Yeah. Most, mostly. There's kind some of. parts of it that we did not finish. Uh, Are you worried about getting sued by Walt Dinsey? Uh, it's Wart Dinsey and no. No, but I mean the, no, but in real life. By the, Walt Dinsey. Walt Dinsey <laughs> is the heir to the Disney fortune. Yes. Now. It's yeah. not Michael Eisner anymore. I, even my out of date references are out of date. Mm-mm. I don't even know who the CEO is now. George Lucas. Is it Jeff Bezos or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> Anil Dash. The ghost of Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is what is Steve Jobs' spooky Halloween name? Hmm. Grave. Grave S- Jobs. Scythe Jobs. <laughs> Huh, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. don't ask don't ask the prostitute for a scythe job. Oh yeah. Huh. Well, unless it's a lawn prostitute. <laughs> you know, a landscaper. I wonder <laughs> I wonder if the landscaper would get mad if I started referring to him as a lawn prostitute. <laughs> Cuz I mean normally like, you know, if you had kids You'd have them mow your lawn, but because you don't have any loved ones to do it for you, you're paying someone else to do it, just like a prostitute. <laughs> like sometimes you pay a prostitute to go get you a beer. Huh. <laughs> those are those are beer prostitutes or waitresses. <laughs> okay, so that H and R Block guy is a tax prostitute. Yeah, this, this really uh, this really puts a new light on the whole oldest profession thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every, like, if it's every profession, then it's guaranteed to be the oldest and the newest. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Cloud computing prostitutes. Um, No, I'm not worried about getting sued. That is what every question about this charter is, though. (laughs) I'd be more worried that people would be, would be upset by the, the, uh, the racist bit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that anyone's going to care. No, I think, I think we, uh. We stayed well enough on the on the one side of the line. That's in a spot where I mean, it's just it's not going to matter, right? It, well, okay. Here's the thing: if there is the one person who's going to be upset and stir up shit, no matter what, then they're going to be upset and stir yeah. up shit, and then there's going to be like a minor controversy that exists only in gameplay discussion <laughs> on our forums. Yeah. And then goes away after after anybody that long. would be super upset by this has has already rage quit the game over the smud works. So I mean, anybody who would be super upset by this just wants to be upset about something, yeah, rather than uh, there actually being anything wrong with the content. Because I think we came down decidedly on the side of racism is bad. Yeah. Um. 
Anyway, uh, this was a weird charter because Stench was the one that I didn't really have an idea for, and it kind of just fell out of a conference call where I said, you know, you go to Barf Mountain or whatever, and then everybody laughed at the phrase Barf Mountain. So then we just decided, oh, what if it's just, what if it's just an amusement park that accidentally also got zoned as a dump? And then it just had to be called Disney Landfill, except, you know, not <laughs> actually Disney Landfill. Uh, you know, I, I think it'll be fine. It's, it, I don't know. I don't know if people like it. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of feedback. You yeah, know, the forums is all just fucking math. <laughs> so I, the robots are, some of them are impressed and some of them are not. Everything is either OP and broken or totally pointless or both. <laughs> so the, the both I, it, is the, is the impressive thing. I think it's we, game content. <laughs> if we can make that's, something that's that is all, all powerful and not worth having, then mm -hmm. we've achieved Nirvana. Yep. Someone accused us of obsoleting sister accessories, and then someone else was accused like, them uh, of what? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, good. I didn't see the follow up to that. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Griffin P wrote, "I have to say, I'm a little surprised that you were bold enough to name the damn thing Dinzy. Are you sure that won't cause problems? I mean, I'm pretty sure that that won't cause problems. And if it does cause problems, the problems will be someone telling us to change the name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Disney is." enough of a of a public thing that parody of them is still okay also we are a tiny tiny target yeah and i feel like if anything did happen we could probably get some press out of it that would be fun anyway uh event Vuer says hello everyone i hear dinzy land has some ferocious lawyers are you concerned they won't like the new item of the month cheers e no uh Let's see. Yojimbo Slaw says, how many lawsuits has Dinsey filed against you so far? <laughs> or has Disney filed against you so far? Zero lawsuits. Um, Phil says, hi, Asim. The new charter reminded me. Do you have any plans for after you've run out of elements? Do you intend to do something else, e.g. Phylum Islands, Rainbow Island, or just let them stop being a thing once these are all out of standard? Thanks, Phil. I don't know. I think we might do other zones of some kind, but they will be... They might also be a set of something, but they will probably mm -hmm. just be something totally different. Some other kind of element. Some of the, some of the places that the various elements in the game come from have the tonic water <laughs> zone. Oh yeah, all the elemental. Yeah, basic, yeah. basic land, basic beach. Um. Yeah, I don't. I you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But it's not like content has to be element specific, right? It can just be some content. Capum uh, K says, hey, the skeleton store is good, and the ring of telling skeletons what to do is my new favorite item. Good, I'm glad you like it. Uh, Javon says, first comment, thank you for including the phrase, deals a buttload of stench damage. Second question, is there a particular reason for the 200 adventure limit? I usually can't play at work, and it sucks to lose a bunch of turns when I can't play for a week. Thanks for making such awesome games. Well, I mean, the 200 adventure limit is way less of a big deal than not eating or drinking during those days when you can't log on, right? It just Te technically, like, yeah. It's five days of the amount of turns that you get if you don't do anything. That is, that is where that got set to. Um, if you don't have, have any plus rollover adventures. Ah, uh, yeah, stuff. yeah. People have asked for that to be increased, and I, I just don't know that. I mean, if it were five hundred, people would just be asking, "Why do you have the five hundred adventure limit?" Right. 
you know, we had talked about accumulating some kind of like rested thing where turns that you would turns that you get from rollover past 200 like charge up your buff. batteries yeah. and then when you log back on I think this was one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, that's a great idea. It never has any effect on anything. And then the guys in dev immediately started figuring out ways in which it fucks everything up competitively. Because um, you definitely can try to end your day such that you will start the next day with 200 turns or whatever. And Yeah. And I mean, that's the kind of bullshit that makes it so we can't have nice things. You know? <laughs> um. I don't know if we ever figured out a way around that or not. It doesn't seem totally intractable, but it was just one of those things where it's like, well, fuck. Here I was ready to do something to be nice to super, super casual players, which are the people that I like, and I can't do it because of the ways in which people who are trying to eke everything out of everything would be forced to engage with the system in, a, in an unintended way. Um, but, you know, that's what happens. That's a game. It's a thing. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. You know, it, it could only start to accrue if you have not logged on in three days, which I think then is not a thing. Right. Right. Because I don't imagine there being any serious losing a day's uh, organs organs would seem to be a huge enough like detriment, except maybe in like oxy. Maybe, but even then you'd want to be using your spleen to get advantageous advantages. Yeah. Uh, Pachinko, it says, PBS, one of the hardest parts of my job is not letting the users tell me what they think the problem is, let alone listening to their solutions. Duh. How about just adding a seventh option to the damage section of the decorate page that doesn't do damage? Thanks for listening and 10 years of thoughtful and insightful commentary on this game. That's a lot of hours. I feel like this got in a weird order somehow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really seen a lot of people ask for lack of damage on the Crimbo Shrub, which is what you're talking about. I see. Um, I was, I was confused about the context a little yeah, bit. I, don't know. I mean, <clears throat> you know, people, people can't always tell you exactly what the problem is. They especially can't always tell you what should be done to solve it. But like, they they know what they if don't they like. say there, if they say there is a problem there is one you know so you need to figure out like the problem is people feel like there's a problem with this what is making them feel like there's a problem with this yeah, i mean and sometimes it's like oh it's the wrong person playing this game or something right like that's yeah, that is which a, sucks that's a possible issue and not one that you can rectify um Hell no says, hey, thanks for making an awesome game. Would it be possible to search them all by familiar name rather than just the hatchling name? E.g. searching for a disembodied hand will show the spooky rattling cigar box hatchling. That is a good idea. That's an excellent suggestion. Um, th this is another one of those things that I would have done differently, I think. Like, if I had it to do over again, whenever... I don't know. I You know, I say this and then it's probably dumb i if i had it to do over again there would either be a very small number of effects that you could have and a lot of ways to get those effects or most effects would just have the name of the thing that gave you the effect 
as opposed to the names of effects being jokes and then you looking at stuff later and thinking, where the fuck does this come from? Um, I guess the players don't encounter that as often as we do because they're not looking at it from the from the effect name side. But the way that familiars work is also kind of like that. Like, if those had some kind of naming scheme that just told you the name of the familiar that they were going to become, you know, they didn't even used to say it in the description. That was added in the last couple of years. Right. Um, but yeah, just doing a fake mall search for it. Not, not a super Are there other idea. things that that would be valuable for? End results of craftables or something? Mm, skill books, maybe. Yeah. Skill books would be their own item type, which they are not now. Um, Although it's pretty easy to, it's pretty easy to make them now. Uh, let's see. Naramo says, is there any possibility to get a reversed version of borrowed time? Bank time could take 20 adventures off you now and give you 20 more after rollover, allowing you to go over the 200 limit. Could be useful in situations where you overdrank accidentally, so it's not a complete flop of a day. Huh. That's kind of interesting. It's like that uh, encounter in Betrayal at House on the Hill. Cause like, right, the mirror thing? Yeah, like one of them, mm. your your image hands you an item, and in the other one, you just lose a random item. I mean, the thing is the, that the problem that that item that they proposed is trying to solve is the 200 adventure limit, right? Because that's the only time it would make any sense was if you were going to lose it to that limit. Right, because why wouldn't you just keep the turns? I don't know. If it took away 30 turns from you now and gave you 40 tomorrow, then everyone would have to use one every day. <laughs> if it paid you Wednesday for a cheeseburger today. Hamfish says, Damned Fish says, If pizza's so great, which it is, how come there are no epic pizzas in KOL? Oh, I think he was talking about my pizza being a perfect food from a video games hot dog you know i want to do something with pizza <laughs> uh, what it's mm, pretty yeah vague. i just want to i just sort of roll up in it just want to <laughs> do stuff with it you know you know what i mean pizza is like food prostituting <laughs> <laughs> um I, uh, yeah i want pizza to work like sushi where it's actually a system of food mm. rather than than a bunch of individual items that kind of don't make any sense so like you make a pizza with a choice of x number of toppings and the different toppings provide different bonuses yeah that sounds interesting yeah and then you know there's just like a pizza oven that you buy and then you can make pizza and you know you need you need a... A Heradric pizza oven? Yeah, the Heradric yeah. pizza oven. That's what we always talk about. Um, and so, yeah. And so I just don't tend to do stuff with pizza because i am got big plans for pizza. Hey, I had an idea the other day. Um, and I don't... This is one of those ideas that I think is, is good, like the collapsing semi-rares and clovers idea, but I think that a lot of people will have a gut negative reaction to it because it involves potentially getting rid of something. Also Salmonella. What do you think? What? 
Gut negative reaction. Oh, right. Is that in your gut? I feel like that's kind of in your stomach. Is where salmonella comes from. You don't consider your stomach your gut? No. Okay. Do you consider your mouth your gut? (laughs) Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all the same once it goes inside. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay. Human Um, centipede. Go on. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, what do you guys think of the idea of taking the more or less completely ignored jewelry crafting system and just making all of those things meat paste recipes? Hmm. What would, uh, would we put something in place of it at all? What does that mean? The point is to get rid of it. So it was a thing that was unique to the mist sign, right? Like that was part of its right. And being able to purchase those items from the store and the tools and but they're already it's already not unique to mist sign because you could just pull them also right mm-hmm. and it was always like that like i don't think that it did a very good job of differentiating the mist sign it still would yeah i don't know i mean those items are not very good anymore anyway in general yeah and they're especially not good when it takes three turns to make them so like what's the harm in it because it's just a thing we can't do anything with now really because there's no point like i was thinking how would i fix jewelry crafting Uh, the way that i would fix jewelry crafting is probably just to make it not a thing anymore (laughs) those for a while those were the only ways that you could get certain enchantments onto an accessory yeah there there was a time and a place where it made some sense but that that is a long time ago there is, I think, something to be said for removing redundant things. And it's not like jewelry crafting is not funny. It's just a thing that would be in a video game. You know? I mean, cooking is also not funny, but the stuff that you're cooking is funny. The jewelry that you're making is just gems, which have a funny name. And then like, oh, you made a necklace. You know, it's not like we could have had, oh, it's this is a butt ring. <laughs> or... uh <laughs> You know, some fake, fake kind of jewelry. Armpit hoop. Um. Elbow dangler. <laughs> just a hula hoop that you just carry around your waist like you've got your entire body pierced. Anyway, I like, I just feel like that would be a way of like, eh, this is just a, a, a redundant system that could be removed without really losing anything, you know? You would still, the meat paste recipes for the fancy jewelry would still require you to get that skill from, from the, uh, miss sign. We already did some of it, right? Like the, there was some stuff that was kind of jewelry before that it right now, like you, there are some bracelets that you make by meat pasting and some that you make by jewelry crafting. Anyway, it's not, like, it's not important. I just kind of feel like it's one of those things like. I feel like the game would be slightly better if I just got rid of KWE because it's like one less thing like one, in the way one, of yeah. one less thing in the that, way of everything being something that you might mess with. Yeah. So it's one one fewer thing for a new player to stumble into and then be confused by because it's because it's not, Yeah, like why not is this not quality why is this not else? important? Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know. Like, I know that th- for everything that you get rid of, there's, like, one person who will be sad and 40 people who will say they're sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the real problem is loss aversion. But, like, bloat is also a real problem, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the thing. I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that's like, well, why do work to get rid of something? And it's like, I I don't think of works as things that can't be improved by removing things, right? And so why have I treated the, you know, primary work I've done in my life as a thing that I, like, feel like I can't really remove stuff from? I mean, I haven't, right? Stuff, I've removed stuff. A lot of times I've replaced stuff. Like, I feel like there is absolutely no reason for the poker tables and the roulette wheel zones to exist anymore. Right. You know? Um, maybe the whole casino should just catch fire. You, maybe we just say no more MMG. I feel like you are you are more apt to remove a zone than you are to remove individual items, right? Because people feel like they own those objects, whereas it, they, they don't really feel... Like they own a zone, right? Well, like, if I remove a zone, it just means you can't adventure there anymore. If I remove an item, it means you don't have something that you used to have. Well, right. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it is, there's just a mental difference between those two. And I wonder... Well, I don't think it's a mental, I think it's an actual, it's, I think it's a very real... Sort of. Practical I mean, difference. They are, they're both just, you know, these digital representations of, of experiences though right like they're they're differentiated but they're not fundamentally different they're both do you know what i mean i well yes but i think that that's only true on such an abstract level that it's kind of irrelevant what i'm wondering is where on that spectrum does something like jewelry crafting fall right because it is it is a thing that you could do and you have these objects which pertain to it, like the the pliers or whatever, which either we take away or they just become useless, right? Or, so like, or souvenirs, or or they are required to make jewelry, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the jewelry crafting recipes that require the skill can still require the skill, even if they're combining recipes and we can just put a toggle on there that's like, this requires those pliers. Hmm. Huh. I mean, that's the thing. Like, in in what I'm proposing with jewelry crafting, really nothing is lost except just a label. Like, just the word jewelry crafting in a bunch of places goes away and is replaced by meat pasting. And the, turn, is, and the turn tax? I and guess. the turn cost, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where I feel like it would make the game slightly better just by removing a kind of an inelegant, ignored thing. Maybe it will bring something to bear on the metagame. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. know. I don't know that there's any of that that you would make in run, even if it was free. I don't, you know, no one will ever go missed sign. And... That, you know, I'm kind of reluctant to try to shake that up because, 
Uh, you know, going muscle sign is the only thing that makes ascending bearable. There is literally nothing to do except the pirates at level eight. Man, the discussion of that whole thing in the forums really demonstrates, I guess, my failure to communicate my thoughts on that matter to the people who feel that way. I, I understand that from where you're standing, perhaps the most optimal thing to do at level eight is to go do the pirates, like the thing that you can do that creates the most forward progress. But what I am trying to communicate to you is that to say that the most optimal thing is the only thing is just fundamentally false. And that is what, like, I get that it's the only thing for you, because it's the only thing that you care about, but it is not the only thing. And to say that it is the only thing just ignores reality. Anyway. Uh, Max Snotwick says, Hey guys, I've been back a few months after a seven-year KOL hiatus. Good to see the game is still going. Anyway, there's something I've always wondered about regarding the turn it up or down, man, message for the detuned radio. Is that a reference to the classic Freedom Rock commercial from the late 80s? Even if it's not, I'm going to continue pretending that it is for old time's sake. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. There's these, like, two hippies sitting on lawn chairs in front of an RV, and one of them says, Hey man, is that Freedom Rock? And the other one says, Yeah, man. And the first one says, Well, turn it up, man. Huh. And that, that infomercial played a thousand times a day on whatever channel I watched at the time as a kid. Was Freedom Rock a, a station or something? No, it was, a, it was one of those, um, oh, what, like, a, like, it was probably KTEL, you know, just those things where it's like, oh, here's like a, here's like a 10 CD set that is just all the hits of 1978 oh, or whatever, you okay. know, like the disco box set, like the, the sort of precursor. I don't even know. Like, there's not really anything like that now. A YouTube playlist yeah, is kind of like basically. that now. Are there not um, compilation CDs still created, do you think? I don't know. I mean, it's such. it seems weird to me. Like, uh, maybe there are, but I, I because I never watch television. Any, I mean, if I do watch television, it's just like, you know, episodes of shows on Netflix. Like, right. I never see... That's such I a, will, a weird idea, too. Like, uh, uh, professional mixtapes is basically what those things were. Right? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I mean, and it has to have just been the record companies selling so, them, Yeah, because right? it's got to be songs that they had the rights to. And they're like, yeah. how can we milk some We more? can spin this off and pretend to be a different company. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that, that totally is what that was a reference to. And uh, good catch. I don't know, that might have been, I, it, I guess it's weird that you guys didn't see that commercial. I wonder if it was a regional thing. Did you guys I'd, see, th th another thing was a ton over and over and over again, and this I think was just maybe on, I was going to say on PBS, but that doesn't make any sense. There weren't commercials on PBS. Um, Ray Stevens, like this Ray Stevens greatest hits oh. CD. That I must have seen the commercial for a thousand times. Kind of remember that he did like the blue streak. The, I think it's just the streak. The streak and uh, Ahab the Arab yeah. and Guitarzan. I don't. I don't know if I'm familiar with it from the same thing you are. It might be that I saw like a different ad or something. But boy, uh, I'll tell you if you have if you have any good feelings in your heart for Ray Stevens, do not look up what he's been up to lately. Huh. <laughs> um, so a lot of a lot of songs about Obama that he posts to YouTube. Oh dear, it's um, it's it's pretty good. 
Although, you know, that's probably his demo. Ah, God, I didn't even hear the first part of this, but... Uh, so this is depressing. In between these shows, I'm just going to go to Outback Steakhouse by myself. I'm not actually going by myself. I'm going to go with my girlfriend. But uh, no no Mexican food with a riff. Oh. And no, no tater tots with hot stuff. Just a, just a steak and a baked potato. We'll have Mexican food next week, buddy. It'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, that's going to be a long drive. Yes. <clears throat> um. Oh, yeah. Wow, that is. So anyway, this guy at the Outback Steakhouse the other night, because the Outback Steakhouse is like my local bar in my neighborhood, because there's hardly any place around here that sells beer. Mesa is a weird city. It really is. Uh, I didn't hear the first part of what this guy said, but he just he made some point about something or he complained about something. And then he said, our brother in the White House made sure of that. I'm like, was that like a subtly that was that like a subtle racist thing? Like, would you say our brother, if it was like a white Democrat that you didn't like? Yeah, maybe, no. I mean, they, maybe they're both like the same blaming some fewer pressure. <laughs> sure. He was really like, ah, oh, we've all, we've all got affordable health care. Our brother in the White House made sure of that. Like, we're all brothers in God. <laughs> maybe that's what he meant. Man, that that bar is filled with Republicans. Hmm. Well, Mesa is full of Republicans, right? You just can't talk about anything. Yeah, man, it's weird. You can tell the Democrats on our block, there's like three of us, because we're the ones with no political signs in the yard. <laughs> you just you just campaign by not having signs for the yep. other guys. What were we talking about the other day? I forget. Was it a conversation with you, Riff? It was like, make... Oh, no, I... Maybe we were talking to, I was talking to Wes about Zapcon stuff, but the next time there's an election and everybody starts putting signs up, we were talking about just making a bunch of signs that are like Sinistar, <laughs> like just, <laughs> just the Sinistar logo and just put that up. Like just, it looks like a campaign sign. It doesn't like no agenda. It doesn't say like Sinistar for city council right. or whatever. It just like Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> That'd like, be great. This is, this is what I like. I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know what any of these like boring old man's names that you guys are putting in your yard are all about, but. <laughs> oh, you should totally get some of those made and sell them at Zapcon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to figure out a way to make some money for the Classic Game Preservation Society. Hey, any local uh, people listening to this still, uh, come to Zapcon. It's April 18th and 19th at the Mesa Convention Center. God, that's There's soon. a lot of video games and pinball machines. Is what? That's coming up real soon now. Yeah, that's fine. Everything's great. <clears throat> uh, Carter and says, speaking of which, what, all, what are all the cons that y'all regularly go to? Which is your favorite and least favorite? Well, my favorite is ZapCon. I would say my least favorite is KOLCon. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, just kidding. Um, we have really stopped. We all kind of burned out yeah. on con attendance after... Yeah, more or less 10 years of constantly going to them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so like we I, used to... I, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed San Diego Comic-Con for like the first two. But after that, I mean, you've kind of seen it. It's not significantly different from year to year. Yeah, and especially the first two that we went to were like the last two where you could actually get into panels and stuff. Yeah. Before it started getting to be like, well, I'm going to I have to wait in line for four hours if I want to see anything like we just went and saw Kevin Smith give a talk 
at the first Comic Con that I went to, and that was fine because I didn't like. I, you know, I would go see Kevin Smith talk, but I sure as shit wouldn't wait in line four hours to see Kevin Smith. Yeah, talk, we just right? walked into so, Hall H. There, there was just no line that year, and then I think the next year there started to be a bit of a line, and then it just kind of. And then the year exploded. after that, there was a bit of a line and stabbings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to go to but, Dragon Con, and that was great, but it also got so popular that it kind of became unpleasant. Yeah, it got to the point where you could hardly move through uh, any of the spaces and it was fucking fun for a while you know I yeah i mean even even the board game area was basically full almost all the time which was weird on yep. the last year that we went and then we go to phoenix comic con um which is fine i mean that's so much less pressure because it's just right yeah. there i typically go to phoenix comic con to drink with aaron burke right like that is more or less what we do the entire time we go to <laughs> networks which is this just hotel bar and grill that is not great, but it's called Networks, which is funny, and they have beer. Uh, let's hear. We have all gone to various PAXs in the past, but we don't regularly attend PAX. Uh, we've been going to Indicade. Yeah, that's true. Every year, uh, Indicade that is, is awesome. really great, actually. Although I don't know that it, I don't know how Indicade is to like the public. I think that there, if you are not like in it the way that we are, probably all of the games that you can see and play there are new and cool to you. Yeah, I mean, right? the night we, games we tend to is see really a lot cool. of stuff. We tend to see a lot of stuff we've already seen, just because of having going to other indie gone games. to a bunch of stuff. Yeah, um, um, we go know, to GDC, GDC exactly. Yeah, but again, that's like just that's kind of work. It's fun, and, you know, we drink a lot and have parties. All of these cons are kind of work, right? Like, we don't don't just go... I mean, I guess you going to Phoenix Comic Con just to drink is... We only worked Phoenix Comic Con once, and I would say that every Dragon Con that we went to was just for fun. I mean, we we were on... We presented a couple times, but... Yeah. But, I mean, that was just like... We had to do, like, an hour's worth of work, and then... You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... Yeah... It wasn't like grueling or anything. I don't. I don't know. But Dragon Con memories of Dragon Con to me are mostly just like playing board games. Yeah, sure. And wandering around drunk, looking at people in costumes. Uh, yeah. So, so that's that's the feeling there. We went. We did go to Portland Retro Games Expo, which was pretty fun. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I guess you'll just go to that all the time now because it's just right there. Yeah, every time, every 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 week, there's a new one. No, that's <laughs> not actually true. <laughs> uh, we went to XOXO. That's a that's Hugs a really and cool con. Yep, that's a really cool yeah. convention. But that one's like, actually. man, you got to get on a list to see if you're cool enough to pay a shitload of money to go to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a lottery of some kind. Like, you have to. I would. You have to like be somebody who makes something on the internet more or less and then those people are just tossed into a hat and it's it's pulled out and then you're like oh good i won the chance to you know pay 500 bucks to go to this thing or whatever was it 500 i thought it was 1500 uh no i think it was like 500 <clears throat> was it just 500 hmm. anyway i would totally go back it was awesome yeah it was really good like good talks and really interesting sort of like curated evenings of music and video games and yeah and two rooms in a boom Yep, board games and we got to figure out how to play two rooms in a boom at KOLCon. 
well, we could take a bunch of two rooms and a booms, two rooms and a boom cards, or we could make our own sort of like KOL themed yeah. version of it, which yep. I think would be fun. Yeah, no, no, no. But I mean, it's more the logistics of like having a space where that can be running. Yeah. You know? I mean, they, they did it in just one big room at IndieCade. No, at, sorry, XOXO. At XOXO. It was loud. There was loud music playing. Yep. In the room. So that's what we could do. Just have loud music playing. Yeah. Okay. That people like. Oh, we could White have like noise. some sort of concert. Uh, we could do it where you have to cross a street during rush hour. The two rooms are just the two different sides of the street. Oh, I see. Pachinko, I did send some questions earlier about using the Crimbo Shrub in the sea and not wanting to not have to get rid of his familiar, but the Crimbo Shrub doing damage to the bosses made him. <coughs> Anyway, Knud says, hey, guys, you'd not be able to do it for a few years, but a funny avatar would be Fernsworthy. At the end of every ascension, he would have a son with the current naughty sorceress, also named Fernsworthy. And then when you ascend, you'd be the son of Fernsworthy, grandson, great-grandson, great-great-grandson, etc. You have a replacement campground already, too, with Fernsworthy's tower. Also, let us adventure in the Cola Wars the whole run. That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny, actually. We need to not have missed class. Damastus says something about sorted... Oh... Uh, it only displays their, sorry, it does not show the handedness of weapons. It only s- displays their relevant sorted by bonuses. Maybe forcing the equipling to read equip 2H would be a decent alternative to separating them. Um, although I could see this being obnoxious to implement on your, no, that's actually trivial to implement. And it should be like that. It should tell you that. Any point where it's not ambiguous, where it is ambiguous. At any point where it's not ambiguous, we should introduce some ambiguity. Uh, Matt G987 is uh, giving a bunch of suggestions for uh, Western fantasy stuff, which I am going to leave in here and maybe post the details of in our uh, in our internal chat so that we can. Uh, cool. You know, yeah. Wow. A lot of people are. It's weird. It's not. A lot of people are saying the the alloy of law by Brandon Sanderson. Uh, it's not actually set in the Western U.S., rather in the usual Earth-like world of most fantasy. But the characters, environment, and action are all very comparable to a more typical Western um, frontier town shootouts with bandits and stuff. Cool. Um, Florin says, "Is it possible to conjugate verbs into the pizza perfect tense?" Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Demine says, my combat pain just happened to scroll down perfectly to see this. Knob goblins are just gnomes with their faces covered and a decoy head attached. <laughs> might, might we see some gnob goblins someday? That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. No, huh. A lot of these we already read. Are you sure? Yeah. Which ultimate says, I accidentally bought two clan VIP, VIP keys. Is there any way to trade slash sell the second one? Uh, yeah. Yep. Just sell it, right? I mean, you shouldn't have been able to use two of them. I swear we've had we've had this conversation before. I don't I'm remember fucking that. up and reading the archived. Uh uh uh. New ad factoid says recall election. Ed and Nathan Hale have no regrets in common. Since Hot Stuff probably doesn't remember who Nathan Hale is, <coughs> Goldfish. <coughs> he is the Revolutionary War hero who said just before his execution, "I regret that I have but one life to give for my country." Uh, let's see. To head off an imminent wiki kerfuffle, says Vorzer, could you answer a few questions about the random MacGuffins Ed encounters? Still beating heart, specifically a reference to Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men's Chest, or not? Correct. 
A large gold coin with an eagle on the back dated 1787. Reference to the movie The Brasher Doubloon, the book it was based on, or something else? Uh, I was going by the movie, but I mean, the book it was based on would also apply, I guess. Red clay statuette. Nobody can figure this one out. That Help. That is what the microfilm in North by Northwest is hidden in. Oh, okay. Did you just look up MacGuffins on Wikipedia? Yeah, basically. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Plus added, added a few more that I could think of that weren't on their list. Yeah. Uh, uh, Durdrum says, since Turtle Tamers getting enchantments from back shields would be overpowered, how about ignoring original shield enchantments and giving back shields alternate effects similar to pants on a fancy pants scarecrow? That's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd have to we'd have to figure out a way to communicate that to you. Um, 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 oh no, another putz says, how many butts is enough butts? Hmm. Trick question, you can never have enough butts. Oh, okay. Uh, Dragon Maiden says, why is the number 11 so important? Because it's the number of time zones in the Soviet Union. Did that, didn't, wasn't there something in the news recently where something, something the Soviet Union changed to make that true again? Oh, was there? I don't, I don't remember for certain. Uh, MRL says, if you were a liquor, what would it be? Mm. Riff? I mean, my favorite liquor is absinthe. I don't know if that means <clears throat> that that's what I would be. I, yeah, that's a weird question. I was thinking about that. Is it is it based on preference or is it based on what you think you are most like? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would be whiskey with a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like a, a tawny port. <laughs> <laughs> riff i mean i guess i still go absinthe <laughs> okay you're a green fairy yeah <laughs> i'm green and weird <laughs> you could also be chartreuse yeah chartreuse maybe you could also be chartreuse uh, Air Alice says, hearing you guys talk about palindromes has reminded me how much it has always bugged me that it's called the Talisman O'Nam. Why isn't it the Talisman O'Namzalat? Didn't I change it to be the Talisman O'Namzalat? I don't think you ever did. I don't think you ever did, yeah. I thought I did. Or at the very least, shouldn't the item mention, uh, description mention that it once belonged to some guy named Namzalat or something? I guess it's a vague song reference. I get that it's a vague song reference, but it just bugs me that it's the only palindrome-related thing in the game that isn't a palindrome. Yeah, I thought that I had changed it to Talisman O'Namzalat. Anyway, I, ch I will right now. Um, 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 um. The amazing Mr. Toothpaste says, Copperhead ideas, since, the since they still aren't completely useless at this point. When you com once you complete the Copperhead Club, after you beat up Shen and get the Copperhead charm from him in the interior of the club is so thoroughly destroyed from the repeated brawls, you carry off some parts of the debris, broken tables, doors, etc., and use them as bridge parts. I bet you could easily scavenge the club for the same amount of lumber and screws that one would find in a pirate bridge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously... Something like that needs to happen if it's ever going to be even remotely competitive. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, we've done so many weird things that give you bridge progress. Like, it's fine, you know. It. It's weird, though. Like. A normal player who's doing the quests in order. You know, I wonder, like, what percentage of ascensions do people do the quests in order? 
That would be interesting data to have. That aren't trying to be some sort of optimal, like doing things in whatever order makes the most sense for resource use or whatever. They're just doing them as presented by the game. Yep. Because, I mean, the Copperhead is for people who are doing that, right? So, like, why do why would it doesn't make any sense that the Copperhead quest would give you something for a quest from three levels ago? Right. Yifmaster420 says, would you like to join my furry college club? We'll have creative RP writing courses, Doritos and refreshments. I don't think I want to join any club at furry college. (laughs) I would not join any furry club that would have someone like me as a member. (laughs) Call me when there is a ceiling fan college club. Uh, A naked Jew says, Mühlfurzentisch. Thank you. Gesundheit. That is German for garbage farting table. Oh. Uh, I only I only knew the table part. <laughs> yep. Uh, M2 says, uh, why don't Zombie Slayer and Ed have level 30 trophies? I don't Sometimes we don't think of it. Sometimes we do think of it and are like, screw it. <laughs> we never put in any trophies for Ed, did we? I guess not. We should maybe do that, I guess. <clears throat> yeah. If there's anything that that we can pick that that is Isn't already being tracked so that people don't have to do stuff again that they've already done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's always the problem. I also kind of feel like trophies are a thing that I would not do that way now. Hmm. Like we don't tend to do mean trophies anymore. Right. Well, mm. I mean, except arguably there's that one that no one has found which is probably, you know, even if we did a thing that's half as mean as herb brownies, it's not a thing that anyone would necessarily find now. Right. Right. Because the herb brownie trophy became known when there were like five foods <laughs> in the game. Um, people are, a lot of people were really put off by the one that requires you to drink a lot of Bloodweiser. Yeah, they really were. It surprised me. I mean, because I was coming at it from the, all right, the consumables that these clan dungeon bosses drop are going to be hella common. Yeah. Um, But I guess that's only true after years and years and years of people just doing tons of runs. Well, and we've created this artificial demand for it because we had this trophy, right? So like... But the main thing that I don't like about trophies as they exist now is that they don't tell you how you get them. That's what you don't like? Yes. If I were doing it now, I would just do it like the kind of achievement system that everyone expects in every video game. There are a lot of video games where the achievements, they don't tell you how to get the achievements. I could see maybe doing like, like nothing in the game at first tells you how to get it. But once somebody has gotten it, anybody looking at that profile can get a mouse over on that trophy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I actually feel like that's kind of best of both worlds because they well, could just look it up in the wiki at that right. point. But couldn't you? Well, except if the person who got the trophy doesn't want to tell anybody. Like that, my well, my dream. They, cannot, post it on the they cannot display the trophy. I mean, yeah, okay, but like my dream of a world where someone gets to do something and like be able to have some sort of cool token secret, and then actually keep a fucking secret. 
and let somebody else have the joy of actually discovering it on their own instead of but looking But nobody it up. does that, and it is not worth making things less fun for 999 people so that one person who wouldn't be happy anyway could theoretically be happy. Right? Like, I nobody does it, but that's because everything's become too easy, right? Like, back in the day, everybody had to figure things out on their own, you know? Like, yeah. we could make it a... We can, there has we can never make it been an option. Don't show trophy tooltips in my profile. There has never been a transparency change that anyone felt made the game worse. I don't think. Like, I don't know. It just it like the trophies seem like a bullshit relic to me. I, and I'm really surprised that you would just tell people how to get trophies. Like that seems like a a weird choice because part of the part of the like sort of running thing is that there's always trophies out there that people don't have or know about or whatever right like discovering where the trophies exist is like this fun for one guy well it's fun for the people who are looking for them right like you have an idea okay but it, it once they're on the wiki the only thing that we're doing is putting a tax on finding this information that only a certain percentage of people are, are ever going to do. Like, it's just, it is opening up the system to more people who might have fun engaging with it. Well, so, but here's my question. It, once you tell someone how to get it, I, I would argue that you have removed all the fun. You've just made it a task, right? Like, the only chance for fun is for somebody to, like, discover it on their own or see somebody with it, not know how to get it and figure it out. Right. <clears throat> that, that, that's my argument is that that's what makes those kinds of things fun. Like once I you don't, once you're I told what it is, is I think that, that what you're saying is true for like five people and to, to everyone else, it either already is just a task that they have to perform, which is a thing that some people like and is fine. But it's fine a, for there to be tasks to perform. Yeah, but or, there's a million versions or, of that already in the game in other forms. There aren't a lot of things where you there's potential mystery that you can go after right like but the game tells you how to solve all the quests okay so what i and i i I recognize that i have not explained to you specifically how i would do this i would not tell people how to get them until someone had found them right which in my to to me to my way of thinking that is exactly the same amount of fun for the five guys who enjoy looking for new trophies now the people who collaboratively do that and then for everyone else it's either exactly the same as it is now but we're providing the information instead of the wiki providing the information except that everyone who plays the game can see it instead of just the ones who know about the wiki like i mean you can argue that i'm wrong in that interpretation yeah. but i think right now the tro- trophies are a thing that some people would have fun with if they knew about them but they just don't when i am playing would- a game that lists out all of the possible achievements um and it's it has like the title for the achievement but doesn't tell you how to get it i enjoy the the process of trying to be well i was like so it seems like it's hinting that it could be this right you are absolutely atypical i think i don't know that that's true I think that there is there's definitely a population of KOL players that enjoys that kind of of way of approaching things. 
and <clears throat> you know and i and, and I, what what i'm suggesting doesn't take anything away from them how I do, I do i do not believe that there is a person whose goal is to figure out how to get all the trophies on their own even though they already know the trophies exist without looking at the wiki i do not believe in that person and that is the that is the only person that you're trying to protect here right because the information is already out there and the people who are going after undiscovered trophies it, it will have the exact same situation that they have now someone could look at the wiki and see that the trophies exist and not look at how to get them right if if they wanted to <clears throat> would that still be possible under the system that you're proposing yes you could see the trophies and just not mouse over them you the, like well but you like if you mouse over them now you get their like their sort of joke slash hint name right yes yes okay so that's way more compelling to me as a player than mousing over them and getting the here's the joke so name and here's how to get do, it so we could listen what who benefits who benefits from not spelling out what you need to do to get the trophies i want you to describe a population that benefits from the way that it exists now I, and then compare the size of that population, your argument for what the size of that population is here's, to the size of the my, population here's that, my would, question. Like, that would what enjoy is the engaging having, with that system if they knew about what it. What is the point of having these trophies if the game just tells you how to get them, right? Like they just become, like instead of rewarding... They encourage you going out and doing something that you wouldn't normally do. Okay. I, I don't know that we've designed that system in a way where if we told you what all of those things were, that it would still be enjoyable right like i think if if we wanted to reward people for doing stuff that was like just out of the way then i think we would have designed the trophies differently right i think it's a bad system the way that it is now and it makes me not want to put new trophies in like that is kind of like a lot of the trophies I think are just bad. If they were achievements in another game, I would say that is a bad achievement because they are things that we did before spending 10, 11, 12 years getting better at designing games. But they're still I'm not gonna, just I'm there. I'm not going to argue with you there. And I, think, I think that's probably bullshit. true. But I, like if we were going to just tell people how to get stuff, I would I would definitely want them to be of the of the variant like doing this thing in a very out of the way corner of the game that you might not otherwise see. Right. Like I mean, that, I would argue that like level that I think classes is a, to level 30 or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Like that's, that's a fine one, <clears throat> but I, I, there's a lot I of mean, them. Even, are, so even the most egregious case, right. Even the most egregious case, the herb brownies, trophy, yeah. which I think is just a bad trophy that still requires you to do a weird thing that you wouldn't normally do. So either you have to go to the mall, which provokes economic activity. You got to learn how to get them without going to farm them, or you got to go farm them. Yeah. And then you have means, to spend weeks eating them, you know, like, right. And I, that's the part that I think isn't fun. Probably. Right. But it's already not fun is what I'm saying. And now it's not fun and it's like hidden for no reason. Bullshit. 
Yeah, I guess like, I, I mean, I, I, so you could make the argument that telling people how the trophies are done exposes to people who don't go to the wiki how terrible we are at our jobs. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, I my 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 belief is that exposing that information to a player who starts now is going to make it more likely that that person we'll just will not- think, oh, trophies, that's a thing that I can do in this game. Maybe they'll get five and feel like they should get 10 and maybe they'll get 10 and feel like they should get 20. As opposed to now, where it's, they go to this store that is empty. Which is what happens, right? We could just and, always have the trophy in there for uh, having under 10,000 meat. Right. I don't know, I just, I don't know who we're serving by leaving it Wait, the way that it is Does now. that trophy still cost 10,000 meat? <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that was the, that was the joke. That was an April Fool's joke. That was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> I'm glad that we didn't do anything for April Fools this year. Eh. It I, was always so stressful because it's a it's a fucking holiday that is always also a item of the month deadline. Yeah, right. You know, I I appreciate the sentiment. I think that people have have been spreading around, which is April Fools' hoaxes are dumb, but April Fools' like cool jokes are neat it's like neat to see the like projects that people do like the com.google thing which is pretty clever i mean you know tom francis i think put it right like hey make sure that your april fool's joke is actually a joke and not just an unfunny lie yeah yeah anyway uh i'm gonna go eat some steak and then we're gonna come back and do a do a podcast what are you what are you guys gonna eat Mm, I don't know. Probably some tater I have tots. an entire grocery store to choose from. Can of cold soup? I think I have some hummus in the fridge. Just, just hummus? Just, yeah, with, face with first spoon. in the hummus? Well, I also have some bagels. <laughs> what? Hummus on bagels? Sure. Oh, that's fine. That mm. seems like it'd be a little... I mean, mm. hummus is a thing you put on bread. Bread's bread. Right. Crackers and bread are distinctly... Unique, I think. Pita is more like a bagel than it is like a Triscuit. Yeah. Ah, wow. Hmm. Pita is bread. Pita's not a cracker. It's closer to a cracker than it is to a bagel. What? what? It's No, it's absolutely not. It's chewy. <laughs> oh, I you know can, what all of next week's letters are going to be. <laughs> you can cut it. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, wow. You're th- th- this is going down in history as the day that you were the most wrong <laughs> <laughs> about everything. <laughs> I miss you, buddy. Come to Phoenix soon. Yeah, you're making me you're making me real uh No, I really do. I don't get like this when we're when we're looking face to face. Okay. All right. Next week. Okay. All right. Agreed. <laughs> all right. Uh make a hamburger out of farts. Bye. Bye, everybody. Have a good week.